Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. I got my line mate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the ending of the first round. We're going to go over the uh, beginning of the second round. And we're going to give you some NHL news. So to start off with, we're going to go over the Wild and Blues series. The Wild, I thought you know, had a little bit too much offense for the Blues that the Blues couldn't handle it. That wasn't the case. Uh, it turns out that the Wild didn't have enough secondary scoring. Um, Kirill the Thrill did show up, but it just wasn't enough. The experience of the Blues shone through, and they move on. Uh, Matt, do you think that the Blues are, are, are kind of a dark horse for the playoffs, that they can get past the second round and 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 maybe make a deep push? Yeah, I, I honestly could see the Blues beating the favorite Colorado Avalanche the next the next round. I'm I'm kind of on that. I've been on it for a while. I thought the Blues did very well at the trade deadline, get Nick Letty, another depth defenseman, and uh, they added Brandon Saad at the beginning of the year, who, you know, he's not a big-time goal scorer in the season, but he does show up in the playoffs. So I, I think that the Blues could definitely upset the Colorado Avalanche this round. Yeah, I think we've both been talking about that, that we've actually been kind of predicting this yeah. matchup and here we are. Yep. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking, I'm really looking forward to that. I wasn't, I obviously, I was not a fan of the Preds Avs because it just was not going to be competitive, I thought, and it wasn't. And the Avs just steamrolled them and it wasn't entertaining at all. Well, you've got you know, the rest of the series going six, seven games and you just didn't know what was going to happen, you know, and, um, and uh, it's, uh, I'm glad to see, uh, I'm glad to see that this is going to be moving on and, and this is going to be a great series. So the Kings in Edmonton, you know, Edmonton got by with their primary scoring, you know, Connor McDavid practically willed them past the first round. Uh, They made it, the Kings, uh, you know, they, they could not, uh, they couldn't shut them down when they needed to. So, Edmonton moves on, going to play Calgary. And you know what, man? Calgary looked really good on paper. I thought that they were going to have a pretty easy time with Dallas. That wasn't the case. And Dallas, who knows, man? Maybe Hmm. did they turn into a better team than what they were the entire season coming into the playoffs? That's possible. But what Calgary team is going to show up? Is it going to be this team that was manhandling teams during the season? And then, or the team that had a hard time with Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. What do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, that I did not see that coming. I thought Calgary would handle them at least maybe five. Right. And they had a tough time. And I give credit to uh, Jake Ottinger, man. Dallas found a gem in that. They had like four goalies at the beginning of the what? year. Remember, we're like, who, how's yeah. this going to work? This dude started off in the AHL. And uh, he was awesome, man. He, he, you know, took him to Game Seven, and Johnny Hockey buried him. But I think he had like sixty-seven saves that game, or something. That's unheard of. It's Incredible. crazy. Incredible. Yeah, but they got a good goalie for the future. They got a good young core, so they're going to be okay in a couple years. How do you see Edmonton in the in the next round? So, you know what, man? I really wanted the Kings to win just for Dustin Brown. I was hoping he can get, like, his last dance type of thing. They're all getting old. Kopitar is getting old. Dowdy, and I know Dowdy wasn't playing. Uh, Jonathan Quick had a good playoff. But uh, Connor McDavid, man, he, you know what? He's sick of losing, and he's he, he wants to be a champion. You could tell the way he played that game. It was all him. Yeah. Uh, but now the Battle of Alberta, they're calling it. It's cool. We're, we're American. We don't really notice that battle as much as all the Canadians up there. But right. uh, 
I I think this could go seven. Uh, the way that the Flames played Dallas, it kind of, it was a little bit concerning to me, being an outsider. But if McDavid's playing like that, Calgary's going to be playing more defense than offense. But I, we need to. Well, I say we as Flames. I the Flames need to get their top three guys going. And Jacob Markstrom's got to be incredible against that top line. And Mike Smith, too, even for the, the Oilers. He's He's got to be good, too. He's got to be very good. 100%. So Pittsburgh and New York. New York came out on top. They won, I believe, three straight do-or-die yep. games. And you know what? That kind of shows a lot of, a lot of uh, character. On, on their end, and Pittsburgh just did not have enough to put him away. They lost. Uh, they lost four to three in the last game. Um, you know, are, are we looking at a time for Pittsburgh to kind of retool this team? Yes, I think so. I think uh, Malkin is up for a contract. I believe Latang is also. I've been hearing a lot of rumors Latang might want to go play back home in Montreal, but. I don't think that would really make sense for the Canadians right now. They're young and kind of in the transitioning phase, kind of like the Blackhawks. Right. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Sid Crosby was great. I know he got hurt that one game from that hit from Truba, and I, that really kind of deflated the Pens' momentum, I believe. I mean, that guy, he's so important to that team. And another thing I didn't really like, I know Jari played Game 7. I, You know what, man? I think I would have I left Louis Domingue in. He was rolling. He got yeah. him there. It's, yeah. Give him that respect. Don't don't throw a cold goalie in there who has no games in a long time. I, I kind of think that was a coaching mistake. I, I think I would have went with Louis Deming just because he you know he's he's had all that game reps and he's he he he's he's been good. He was really good. And uh, they went with Jari, the guy uh, who you know he, he was hurt for a while. I guess he's been practicing a lot, but practicing isn't gameplay. And I think the Rangers took advantage of that. Now we're going to talk about the series that everybody's talked about. And that's Tampa Bay and Toronto. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, Tampa Bay shows why they're champions. And I will give, I will tip my hat to Toronto because they were a different team this year than they were last year. I think that this team got better. If they would have played, this team would have played Montreal last year, they would have rolled over them. Unfortunately, they play, you know, in that really tough was at that Atlantic, Atlantic division. Yeah. And, you know, Florida's number one there. They won the President's Trophy. And so Tampa, uh, they drew Tampa. Toronto drew Tampa. And that went seven games. Um, it was an incredible series. And maybe they're not as sick as losing as Connor McDavid is. But, uh, which is kind of hard to say because, you know, McDavid pretty much just willed uh, Edmonton. And, um, but notably, I, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, you know, they, they all were, I think they had zero points in that last game. And yeah, sure. It's a lot to say when, you know, they did, ha they all did have a great series. I think Tavares had six points. I think uh, Matthews might have had eight points. I think Marner had eight or nine points. And, uh, but they didn't, uh, they didn't score in that do or die game, that do or die situation. And uh, that hurt them, you know, because that's what they're there for. And you know what? I'm going to say it, man. That's what David Camp was br brought onto that team for, to take them over the hump. And, you know, he didn't do it, you know. So for all those David Camp lovers out there, um, 
he he did exactly what he did, and that's zero offense when the team needs him most. So, Matt, <laughs> where do you see Toronto? Uh, you know, kind of going forward from this and trying to grow from this this Tampa loss. Quite honestly, man, I don't know what they're gonna do because yeah. these guys are locked up. Hey, they're top guys. They showed up. I think they yeah. showed up. The last the game seven, they didn't have as many shots as they wanted, but. You know, they played tough to the end. It wasn't like, you know, a couple of years ago where they're down in the period and it's like they're all moping and pouting and they it just there was they were like lethargic on the ice, but they they played to the last whistle. I give them credit. Campbell played good. It's just, you know what, sometimes they they ran into the wrong team in the first round. And into yeah. the two it's kind of hard to believe we, we, that after we, all of this, that this is what happens, you know, to Toronto. Yeah. They, it's almost like we wish we were playing West. If we ran into Nashville, we would have probably swept them too. But it's sometimes the matchups are just bad. And Vasilevsky, when he loses a game, he's undefeated. He's like 17 and 0, 16 and 0 or something. That's all, yeah. It's unbelievable. And his game seven record is also unbelievable. He's got shutout. I think he's got like a three game shutout streak that just ended. Toronto scored on them, but I got to give Tampa credit. I mean, they bring in guys every year just to replace these guys they got to get rid of. I think they <laughs> that Nick Paul they got, he was yeah. great in that game seven. Yeah. And Brandon Hagel, first playoff series ever. He, I thought he was pretty decent. He set up that big goal in game six big of goal. course, game seven. And another Blackhawk on the other end, David Camp, takes a terrible high-sticking penalty. Yeah. And that turned the whole man. Game seven. So it's just those little things, man, that they they snowball and against good teams, like you can't do that. Right. That's like Vancouver a couple of years ago. They'd have a good lead on the Blackhawks and then they'd start getting chippy and I don't like pretending to be like they're tough guys. The Hawks yeah. would So Matt, Tampa and Florida are gonna meet. This is gonna be a pretty big matchup. Um, this is like the battle for Florida, you know, because Tampa's pretty much been running the show down there. And Florida is looking to kind of get out of that shadow and, and do their own. They won the President's Trophy. They've got two of the top players of the NHL and Jonathan Huberdeau and uh, Alexander Barkov. Can this team get past Tampa? This is the year they could do it, but I'm still going with Tampa. I just think the goaltending matchup favors Tampa. 100%. I'm going to go with Tampa in this one, too. So, all right. Sorry, everybody. We're having some some technical technical guilt uh, difficulties with uh, with the recording, but I'm gonna go on uh, because uh, I just want to finish this up for you guys. So, uh, we we're talking about uh, you know the the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know DeBoer got fired. I think that the GM should be fired as well with a lot of the questionable. Um, a lot of the questionable moves that he's made over the years. I would even say starting from last year with, with, with the decision with Flurry and, and how that relationship ended. And then considering what happened this year, you need, you've got 14 million on LTIR and you got to drop two guys just to bring one guy off. You know, it just, it just didn't make sense to me. So the uh, is the fall guy, but I believe the GM should be fired as well. Um, Patrice Bergeron will retire or he's going to return to the Bruins. I, I don't see this guy going to another team. He's a Bruin to the end. Uh, you know, he might have some health issues. So, you know, hopefully um, he gets it figured out. He was a great, great player. Even to this day, he's still a, 
a force at the at the center position and really played the position well and played it right. Uh, Vegas, Mark Stone is likely going to have back surgery. And and here's here's another thing. Vegas was practically out of it at the end of the season, yet they brought him back to play. Uh, he was limited to 37 games this season. They should have just shut him down and had the had the surgery maybe two months ago when they had an opportunity. And then he could have had the summer to, you know, take it easy, end of the season to rehab, and then still have somewhat of a summer to try to get his uh, get his fitness back. But uh, they, they haven't mentioned when he's going to have this surgery, but he is going to have surgery, uh, you know, this offseason, which is, um, you know, which is really, really disheartening because they could have done it a while ago. Uh, Robin Lanner had uh shoulder surgery and um he doesn't um he he expects to make a full comeback and uh hopefully you know hopefully you know comes back to being the the player that they wanted because essentially they traded flurry because they wanted laner to be their number one goalie and laner gets hurt at the end of the season when they need him most and he's not able to fill that gap of what they needed with flurry at least what you had with Flurry was he was consistent. He was healthy, you know, for a, a very, um, a very long time. He's still healthy, and um, and they move on from it, you know, which is really questionable to me. So, uh, lastly, uh, Braden Point is doubtful for Game One. Now, this is a huge injury for Tampa Bay because Braden Point is a huge playoff performer for them. He has shown up big time in the past couple years and he's not going to be available to start the this series versus Florida this tough series i wonder who's going to who's going to take over for that scoring for him hopefully kucherov can step up but um and, you know this is a really really big miss for tampa this could be one of those one of those things where them not getting scoring for brandon point tips the scales in favor for florida so we'll see uh you know how that plays off really looking excited to that First game is Tuesday night. See how that goes. And uh, Fleury says he would consider re-signing with the Wild. He wants to play one more season. Uh, he likes the atmosphere there. He likes the uh, the conditions, likes the team, likes the uh, the locker room. Says the people around town have been very, very kind to him, very nice to him. So he likes it there. He wants to play one more season. So we'll we'll see how that goes. All right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. After we get some games going this week, we've got another podcast for you on Tuesday, on Thursday. Uh, I'm sorry, it'll be Friday morning. We're going to record it Thursday night, release it Friday morning, and let you guys know how this plays out. Got a lot of good matchups coming up. I can't wait. Got uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Tampa, Florida, St. Louis, and Colorado, and uh, New York and Carolina. So uh, here we go. It's going to be a great time, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.